Hello, JBC and EBCLA. We're glad to have you join us on this Sunday morning. And we have a very different kind of sermon today is that it's going to be a conversation between myself, um, Sam from Seattle, that is all snowy, and uh, Pastor Jason in Southern from California. Sunny Southern California. Sunny Southern California. I'm trying not to be resentful, but it's okay. Anyways, um, I thought it'd be good for us to just um, start off our time together to just share like how we know each other. And Jason, maybe you could tell us a bit about how um, our paths crossed. Sure. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, J Japanese Baptist Church and Evergreen Baptist Church share a common senior pastor, a historic senior pastor in the Reverend Paul Nagano. And actually when he passed away at his memorial service, uh, Pastor Sam came down and participated in the service along with myself and um, our, our former senior pastor, uh, Ken Fong. And that's how we met. And we got to talking, realized that we were um, both actually also invited to a colloquium uh, experience. Uh, and so both of us are actually part of an Asian American uh, pastor's colloquium uh, through uh, sort of through the denomination as well. And so we have a, a couple of, of connections between both uh, Sam and myself and uh, with our churches. And I think our, as we got to talk, we just sort of recognized that both of us are sort of more creatively um, inclined and we have share, share a lot of interests and perspectives on the church and the world around us. And so we, our friendship sort of blossomed from there. And we decided, hey, let's maybe do something together. And so Sam, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how um, how we got to this place where our churches are joining together in, in this way for the Lenten season. Right. You know, so it's kind of funny. Uh, the pandemic has been a weird time for worship, for sure. And just going virtual, going online, the internet, it's been strange. But the big opportunity that I saw when we we're doing this is that I can do joint ministry with a lot of churches that I haven't been able to do before. And uh, we've done several services with other churches. And I thought, man, this is a great opportunity to work with Evergreen Baptist. And I reached out to Jason and we just started kind of kicking things around and we we're thinking like, oh, well, what if we walked on a journey together, not just like a one-off? Um, recently, uh, Pastor Jason gave this wonderful sermon um, for our church, but I was hoping that we could even do something more. And then we started talking and we thought like, hey, what if we actually did Lent together? And so that's the basically how we form this service. And so since we're talking about Lent, I thought maybe Pastor Jason, you could kind of share with us a little bit about what Lent means to you and um, what, how it factors into what we're doing here today. Sure. Uh, I, you know, I think for a lot of people who may have, might have grown up in maybe evangelical churches or the Baptist church, Lent can be sort of a foreign thing because it tends to be more popular in uh, some of the high churches and the more liturgical churches. But Lent is actually a very meaningful season for all Christians because uh, for the 40 days or the, for the six weeks prior to Easter, Christians go on this journey where we actually get to be purposefully reflective and um, uh, just kind of um, go into the season where uh, we slow down and we pay attention to what God is doing within us before Easter. And I think for, uh, for a lot of us, Christmas tends to be a really big season because all the holidays and all the lights and decorations. But we, 
tend not to do the same thing for Easter. And this allows us all to sort of just pause a little bit, slow down, pay attention to what God is doing within us. And it really allows us to prepare our hearts and our minds uh, for um, heading into Holy Week and for Easter Sunday. Sam, what do you think as far as, um, I, I, what does Lent mean to you? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, I grew up with a lot of my life actually not even knowing what Lent was. I didn't have any experience of it. Uh, it was only until actually um, I was, uh, I entered into the, the Methodist denomination. Uh, it was just for a brief season of my life um, that uh, Lent was being observed. And it was in that time, I realized that this had been the missing piece that I was looking for. And what I mean by that is that often I would just go into Holy Week and, you know, Palm Sunday, try and enter into the story and understand like the depth of God's love and redemption. And, and then, then I come to the cross, which is amazing and powerful. But then all of a sudden, like I'm in Easter and I feel like I didn't really fully enter into any of it. It was just like, it just was this blur that happened in one week. A lot of like theological, powerful truths, just like blowing by me all the time. And it was only until I had the experience of Lent where I had 40 days, where I had this extended season to really understand, like, what does it mean to need grace? What does it mean to, to really know, like, what God is asking of us about the cross? And it was only then when I had that 40 days to really reflect and meditate upon that, have spiritual practices about that. That's when I became ready for the resurrection truth of Easter. And so for me, just having more time to enter into the story, to get it deep inside of my heart and my bones, I think that changed everything. And so Lent is something um, I really encourage all Christians to partake in because Christians all over the world, all kinds of traditions, all kinds of backgrounds are doing it. And um, it's transformed lives all the time. Yeah. So that brings us, I guess, to what are we doing here, right? Well, our two churches, um, we're both coming around the understanding of release and the centering text that we have is from Matthew chapter 16 uh, starting at verse 24 and I just want to read it for everyone here it says then Jesus said to his disciples whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me for whoever wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses their life for me will find it so, Pastor Jason, I thought it, this is a great time to maybe share with uh, your church about what your hope is um, for this season of Lent under this understanding of release. Well, I think for, for me, as I was reflecting on this season and going, going into Lent this year, I recognized that uh, we went into our quarantine life about a year ago. Actually, it was during Lent that we, we all shelter started sheltering in place uh went safer at home whatever our cities sort of call um be you know uh, reacting to the pandemic and i was just kind of reflecting on how i felt at this point a year into the the covid pandemic and recognizing that there was something inside me that really wanted to cling on to and hold on to the life that i had and i was hoping that I could go back to a lot of those things. A lot of the, the activities and the, the lifestyle that I had before, I could somehow go back to, even though publicly I was telling everybody, we need to let go of the past and embrace the future and what God has for us in the future. 
inside I was recognizing, man, I'm still holding on to a lot of things. I'm still hoping that uh, some of the, my favorite restaurants open back up again, even though they went bankrupt and they're closed for good. I was still hoping that um, I could go to some amusement parks and and enjoy some of the some of the those those things that I was I were part of my life before. And I re- recognized that as I was clinging on to some of those things, that perhaps during this season, what God was doing was inviting me to just to let go of some of those things that I was even just in, in my, in my, my heart, I was holding on to this, this old life, this old lifestyle and recognizing that maybe God was calling me to surrender some of those things, to let go of some of those things and be able to posture myself so I I could receive from him. And that's sort of my hope for our congregations during this time is that we enter the, into this period where we really reflect on what are the things that we're holding on to right now? And what are the things that God is asking us to, to let go of in this time? Sam, what do you think uh, for this season? What's your hope for our congregations? Yeah, you know, this is really interesting because I remember very distinctly when we first had talked about this idea of, you know, doing something together, we had this conversation around New Year's. And uh, I think it started off something like, you know, what are you going to preach about? <laughs> I'm going to preach about this. You're going to preach about that. And it was interesting how we just came together so well on this because my idea was this idea of surrender of, um, I don't know, but I just really felt this year more than any other year, we really need to think about this whole very central idea about discipleship is that if you really want to know what it means to follow Christ, you need to learn how to let go of your life so that you can find new life, like this weird paradox, right? And I think a lot of what you said really resonated with me. Like you shared those very things with me on the phone and uh, I was very affected by it. And I've been thinking about it ever since. And from my perspective of what I was talking about with surrender, I was thinking a lot about, you know, so much of what we're taught about in this world is that in order to survive, you need to cling and to hoard and to, um, you know, allocate resources to yourself. And then here comes Christ with this really countercultural message is that if you really want to find your life, you've got to learn to let go of it. You've got to learn to trust that when you surrender, when you release your hands into God, that you will be found, that you will be taken care of, and you will be given something more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine. And that is something I really need to hear right now, because there's something in me that I feel like so much has been taken away from me in the pandemic. I just think about like, this is gone, this is gone. And I just wanna cling to things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like God is not so much saying like those things are bad, but he's saying like, look, release them unto me and watch what I can give you. And so my hope is that as we go through this season of learning to release unto God, that we could prepare our hearts for the season of Easter to say, God, we are now ready to receive the new life, the new beginning, um, the new creation that you have for us. And so that's my hope for our congregation and and for all Christians, really. Mm. So I thought, you know, these two really powerful things that we just shared, um, I thought it'd be wonderful if we could just kind of like hold them before God and our congregations and um, send our congregations off with a blessing. So Pastor Jason, uh, would you be willing to just um, bless our congregations to start off the season of Lent, um, to set us on this journey of release? 
Sure. Let's all pray together. Heavenly Father, we come before you at this point of the pandemic on the verge of the beginning of Lent, and we recognize that the past year we have been forced to surrender a lot. We've endured a lot of loss. We've been forced to, in some ways, fast for an entire year from a lot of relationships, a lot of things, uh, a lot of activities, um, and we've just we've just been. Um, missing a lot of what life was, and we find ourselves clinging on to those things. I pray, Lord, in this season that you would, as you invite us and call us uh, and draw us closer to you, that we would learn to respond to your invitation to release some of those things and surrender some of those things to you. And in doing so, in the releasing, in the surrender, in the letting go, we might find ourselves in a posture that's open and ready to receive new life from you. And so, Lord, would you bless our two congregations and everybody else who's joining us for this service on this important and meaningful Lenten journey. May we walk with you. May, may we find you in this journey. And may we be blessed, blessed by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.